Hello and welcome to season three of Underneath the Hat Podcast. I am your host, Sharice Simmons, and I'm so excited to be back. We've been gone for a couple of months now doing so many interesting things that I'm going to share with you very soon, but I'm so excited for the things that I've been able to do with this podcast and helping others to become better people through it, whether it was something you heard, someone you saw that reminded you of your story. I'm just glad that God has allowed for me to be able to use this platform to not only minister to myself and to heal myself, but also to heal others. So I am so excited for season three. This is our third year of doing the YouTube podcast underneath the hat and I've been able to share so much about myself and so with the new season comes a new set I'm inside my office now with my um cover of my book underneath the hat and then behind me you see some of the Vision boards that I've done over the last couple of years with my mentoring program, Young Ladies at All Times. So because of the seasonal topic that we'll be covering this third season, I thought it was fitting to be surrounded with some of my vision boards. This one in particular over this shoulder. This whole back what they bothers me. But this one right here. It has my favorite word of this year, pivot, on it. And so we are going to be able to learn from so many people and how they were able to pivot throughout their life. And so our topic for the season three is blessings and lessons. Blessings and lessons. And so I came up with this topic in the shower as most of my ideas come and it was October 29th which was the birthday of two of my good friends and I had sent them a text message telling them how important they were to me because I think so often for birthdays we just say happy birthday and we send them a, a, a gift or an emoji or something silly but I've started over the last couple of years or whenever a family member or a very close friend, one of my squad members has a birthday or any type of celebration, I tell them how I feel about them. And so it ends up getting sappy, but I truly believe in telling people how you feel about them before the chance and opportunity for you to do it is gone. We've lost so many people over just these last couple of years. And I want people to realize how much I care about them while they're here. As they say, give them their flowers while they can smell them. So I was in the shower after giving them this, sending them that birthday text, and God brought to me blessings and lessons. And I'm like, that's that's true. Like, I have been blessed beyond measure by God and through other people that he allowed to bless me. And from those blessings, I've learned so many lessons that have helped me to be able to receive more blessings. 
I think so often people go through things and we wonder why we go through them over and over again. It's because we didn't learn a lesson in the first place. As an educator, now an administrator for Chicago Public Schools, which I'll tell you about in a minute, I have been teaching for 16 years. And so I know planning a lesson for my students that once you give them all that they need to be successful, you then give them a test. And the test is to see really not what they know, but how much more you need to share with them in order for them to grasp the concept. And so, so many of us have tests and trials that we end up repeating the same thing again because we didn't learn from it the first time. And a lot of that is because we don't reflect. We don't look back at the things that we've done and why we did them and how we could have done them differently in order to get a different result. And so that's one thing I pride myself on is that I love to self-reflect and ask myself why. That's a question I always ask my staff and my students why. Why did you think that way? Why did you come up with that solution? And so that's something that I do with myself as well because I want to know what made me think that way so that if the result was negative or didn't happen in the way that I felt that it should, what can you do differently? And so for season three of Young young Ladies, they're on my mind. For season three of Underneath the Hat podcast, that will be our topic, Blessings and Lessons. And so we're going to have different guests come on and just share with us some of the blessings that they have received over this past year or two and the lessons that they've learned from the things that they've had to endure. Because we all have blessings that come our way, some more than others. And we all have lessons that we have to learn from and deal with. Some people call them trials and tribulations, but you all in all, they're a lesson. There's something you're supposed to learn from going through it. And so whether or not you learn it or not, it's totally up to you. You learning it moves you further down the game board, as I say. So I'm excited for where we're going with Underneath the Hat podcast. And I can't wait to share with you all of our upcoming guests and their blessings and lessons that can ultimately help to be a breakthrough for somebody else. So let's get started. First, a recap and update. As I stated before, I have been working with CPS, Chicago Public Schools, for the last 16 years. And I'm so proud to say that God has blessed me to move into a new position I am now the assistant principal at Parkside STEAM Community Academy, and I love it. Now, those of you that know me know that this is not my first go around in administration. I was an assistant principal seven years ago to the date that I was hired at Parkside. Seven years to that date was the last time I was an assistant principal. And the lesson that I learned from that is when I first became assistant principal in 2012 at Jesse Owens, I felt that I was ready. I had been groomed and trained um, by some of the best people that I know, some of the best administrators, some of the best teachers. I physically was prepared. Mentally, 
I was prepared, but emotionally I wasn't. And I had gone through so many emotional roller coasters. My first two years as an administrator in 2012, I went through my first divorce, well, my separation. And then in 2013, I was going through the divorce. So the first two years of me being an administrator, stepping into the role of administrator, mentally and physically, I was ready. But emotionally and spiritually, I was not where I needed to be. And God was sending me through a trial of lessons that ultimately ended up being blessings for me. And I had to go back into the classroom because emotionally I wasn't ready to handle what I was going through, plus being an administrator and all that it entailed. And most people would say, oh, you got demoted. But I think that it was God preparing me for where he was taking me now. And even though it took seven years for me to get back in, it took seven years for me to heal from the emotional hurt and pain that I had gone through those two years so that I could be a better assistant principal. Yes, I've learned more things to prepare me for that position in those seven years, but most of the things and the tools and the strategies that I use now with my staff were the things that I had learned eight, nine years ago when I first went into the position. And the only thing that's different is how I see myself. I would not have been able to deal with the personalities and the situations that have occurred now in this position. I would not have been able to have handled them emotionally if they had happened seven years ago. So even though he used my divorce as a training ground, as a boot camp, I'll say, to prepare me for what was to come seven years from now, most people saw it as a demotion, but I saw it as preparation. He was preparing me for what it was that I would have to endure. So now things that people say, things that people do, the way people react does not bother me like it would have if it had happened seven years ago. And that's because I have grown an emotional suit of armor that was very fragile seven years ago because of the hurt that I had gone through with my first divorce. And I'm glad that God cared enough about me to not put me in the situation where he could have kept me in administration. And it ultimately would have broken me emotionally if I had stayed in that position, but he cared enough about me to say, okay, you're not ready. I, I, I put you out there because this is what you said you wanted. This is what you prepared for. I gave you a taste of it so you could see that I hear you. I hear you, but you're not ready yet. And so he put me, as I say, back into a cocoon of preparation so that I could be ready seven years from then to be able to do what, what I am doing now and do it better than I would have been able to do it had I stayed in at the beginning of 2012, 2013. So even though it was considered a blessing, it was a blessing and a lesson all in wrapped up in one. 
but I'm excited now because I get to do something that I've wanted to do and I'm good at it. Um, I've taken all of the things and the lessons that I've learned from other people that I've encountered during those seven years of preparation. I've taken things that I've learned from them and implemented them into my role as an assistant principal now. And I can say that the personal, emotional, and mental changes that I have gone through over the last seven years have turned me into the Sheree that I am now, the assistant principal that I am now, the person that I am now. And I like who she is. I can be myself now. I can crack jokes and, and know how to separate business from personal. And I, I, I know how to share my thoughts without being evil and mean. And I know how to give feedback and be empathetic and sympathetic to the person that I'm speaking to. I can look past the personal issues that I may have with someone and give them the professional feedback that they need. And I would not have been able to do any of those things if I had stayed in administration after I went through the roller coaster of my first divorce. Um, that Cherie, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine years ago was fragile. She was timid. She was an introvert. She didn't know who she was. Um, she cared too much about what other people thought. And because of that, it would have not have taken much to break her. And now the person that I am now, I understand my flaws. I understand my strengths. I know who I am. I'm confident in who I am. And I bring that to the table, which is something that I was not aware of seven, eight years ago. And so I can be a more successful educator, a more successful administrator, because I now know who I am, both personally, emotionally, mentally, professionally. I know who I am. I know who I bring to the table, what I bring to the table. And so I won't be intimidated and manipulated and scared into a corner and made to feel that I'm not adequate enough, that I don't know enough, that I don't bring enough to the table, which is something that I felt about myself all those years ago. So I would definitely definitely say that even though people may not see it as a blessing, it was definitely a blessing to me for me to get put back into the cocoon of preparation, as I call it, those seven, eight years ago to get me ready for where I am now. And we all have had that moment of where God has put us somewhere that we asked to be. And then it was taken from us or we didn't stay there long. And we asked why. And I know some people say it's wrong to act, question God, but Jesus questioned God. In the Bible, when he was on that cross, he said, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? That's a question. So if God's, son can question him and we're his children, then we can question him as well. But when you ask people a question in order to get your answer, you have to listen. And a lot of times we don't want to listen to what he may say because it's most of the time something that we won't like.
And so I've learned to listen to what he's saying. Even when it's a question that I know I might not want to know the answer to, opening my ears and listening, not just hearing what he's saying, but listening to what he's saying has helped me tremendously to be able to be where I am today, including in front of you on this platform, in people's homes, on different podcasts, on YouTube, being able for people to see my face and hear my voice and realize that I have a voice and it's worth listening to. And I'm just excited for where I am going. And that's because of the blessings that God has bestowed upon me and for the lessons that he has given me. I have been <laughs> through some things, people. Uh, even just in the three to four months that since the last season of Underneath the Head podcast, I mentioned my first marriage. Well, I just ended my second one in May of this year. So during our break, I ended up going through my second divorce. And that was something I had to deal with too. Um, being 38 at the time and going through my second divorce, that was a blessing and a lesson all at the same time. The blessing was that I realized that I deserved better. I deserve better. And I realized that I would not have recognized that if I were the old Sheree. The old Sheree would have tried to make it work, would have gone above and beyond to do everything that she that was needed. Um, all while the person was walking over me and making me feel worthless. And I wasn't about to do that again. I had gone through it once. I had learned my lesson. Um, I applied the things that I had learned in therapy in order to make this relationship work better. And it still didn't, not to any fault of my own. But I had to realize that I can't, as Jada said in Jason's lyric, you can't say someone who doesn't want to be saved. And that was a big thing for me. I was trying to save everybody. I was trying to make everybody comfortable, even at the expense of myself. There's a saying, don't put yourself on fire to keep other people warm. I was good for that. It didn't matter what I felt, how I felt, what my feelings were, what I wanted. As long as everybody else was satisfied. I was a very good people pleaser to the detriment of myself. And after the first marriage, realizing how important and valuable I was because you realize when people try to take your voice it's because they realize the value of it even when you don't there's this saying of and I love it a burglar doesn't rob an empty bank no one's going to go into a bank that they know is empty but they're going to use every tool and trick imaginable to break in when they know there's something valuable in there so if the devil and the haters are on you, like white on rice, it's because they see the value in you, even when you don't. And I finally started realizing the value of Sheree. And once I realized that, I realized I don't need to be around people who don't value me. Whether it's family members, whether it's husbands, it doesn't, friends, 
I don't have to be around people and give people my energy who don't value what I bring to the table. And so that was a lesson I had to learn after the first one. The first one taught me that I learned from the first one that I have value. I'm worth something. I have a voice and I deserve to be heard. And the second one told me, showed me how to love myself because he helped me to realize that there was somebody out there who loved me for who I was. Me breaking out and being the true Sheree and not hiding underneath the hat and, and, and trying to be something that I was and me being the real authentic Sheree was okay to people. So that's what I learned from the second one. So even though both of my marriages didn't work, I learned from both of those men. They taught me a lot about who I am today. And for that, I'll thank them. It may not have happened in the way in which I wanted it to. I wish I didn't have to learn the lesson after a divorce, but that's what happens. And I also had to learn the lesson of getting over what people thought. After the second divorce, I was like, uh, people are going to think I'm crazy because I'm not even 40 yet. And I've been married twice and divorced twice. And God whispered to my ear, into my ear. He said, <laughs> your relationships were no different than people who go around dating other people and breaking up with them. The only difference is your relationships ended in a marriage. Your relationships ended up being married, having a, a marriage certificate attached to it. But your relationship is no different than those who go around having children with other people, multiple people. Now, I will tell you this. I'm going to be completely transparent. I would be rather be married eight times than have children by eight different people. Why? Because with a marriage, I can divorce you at any time I need to. But with children, you are tied to that joker until that child takes their last breath. That's a long time to be tied to somebody you don't like. Even if you're not in the relationship with them, you are still tied to that person. Not until the child is 18. But until that child takes their last breath. So weddings, birthdays, births of grandchildren, anniversaries, graduations, all of these things that can happen before that child leaves this earth. You have to be a part of that person. See that person every time you get together for all of the children you all may have or you may have with other people. I would much rather be married because at least I can sign a paper and say I'm done with you, okay? So I had to take it from that perspective. My relationships may not have ended like others where they just break up and that's it. I'm not the type of person to date all over the area codes, as Ludacris said. I don't do that. Uh, every husband that I had was my boyfriend. We went from being boyfriend and girlfriend to being married. And they were my real relationships, like my real boyfriend-girlfriend relationships. And so I'm not the type to do all this dating around, and, and that's just not who I am. And so when I love, I love hard. But now the difference is I know how to love. I know what love should look like. 
I know what love is and what isn't based on what my expectations are. And then going through therapy, I realized that the relationship that I had with my father was connected to the man that I married. So once I started setting boundaries with my father, my relationships got better than the one before. So this new relationship, my boundaries are more clear, more precise, more concrete with my father than they have ever been before. And I know now that going into the next relationship that God has for me, I will be able to do it differently than I did the first two times. And so I'm just excited for the blessing that's coming after the lesson that had to be learned. And whenever he decides to bless me with the next one, I'll be ready. I'll be more confident in myself. I'll be more confident in who I am as a wife and as a woman and as a friend and as a partner. And I'm just excited for what's about to come. So I don't know what's coming. I don't know when they're coming, but I'm going to enjoy me, myself, and I until they get here. So, again, I am so excited for season three of Underneath the Hat. You can check me out on YouTube. I have a YouTube page, channel called Underneath the Hat. All of our past seasons are posted on there along with these. You also can check us out on all podcast platforms, Anchor, um, Overcast, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Google, wherever there's a podcast, that's what we'll be underneath the hat. Again, don't forget to share the page, be engaged, post questions and comments. You can also sew into the podcast uh, at Cash App, dollar sign, YLAAT 2017 or Zell, young ladies at all times at gmail.com. And also don't forget to check out my two books underneath the hat. And it's that size for a reason. You can find them on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to season three of Underneath the Hat. Don't forget to subscribe and like on our YouTube podcast, Underneath the Hat. And as I always say before I sign out, and as my shirt says today, remember to take care of yourself underneath the hat. I'll see you next week.